Investing Compass is brought to you by Morningstar Australia. We'll run through the fundamentals of investing, take a deep dive of concepts and offer practical explanations, tools and resources that will allow you to invest confidently. The information contained in this podcast is general in nature. It does not take into consideration your personal objectives, financial situation or needs. Hi, and welcome to our investing shortcut to an index fund, also sometimes known as a passive fund. Index funds are a managed fund or ETF that contain a basket of securities that aren't individually picked. The holdings within the fund usually mirror a particular segment of a financial market, so no one's sitting there and handpicking assets that they think will overperform. The most common type of passive fund is a market-weighted index, and what this means is that you are investing in the top stocks in a particular segment by their size. The S&P 500 is the most popular index, and it invests in the top 500 stocks in the U.S. So today we're going to focus on why you would invest in an index, the differences between different indices, how an index can be very concentrated, and market conditions that index funds don't do well in. That does seem like a lot to cover in under 10 minutes, so let's get going, Shani. All right, so let's start with why you would invest in an index. Well, the major reason that investors choose to invest in index funds is because they're generally a lot cheaper than actively managed investments. This is because the overheads are a lot lower. You're not paying a team of portfolio managers and research analysts to pick and choose stocks. We know from countless studies that small differences in fees can result in huge differences in investment outcomes over long periods of time, and that's because of compounding. In a situation where you have $100,000 invested, earning 6% over 25 years, you'd have $430,000 at the end of this without the impact of fees. If there was a 2% fee, after 25 years, you'd only have $260,000. Although this is hypothetical, there are plenty of actively managed funds that have management fees between 1% and 2%, and that's not even considering performance fees. Those are extra fees if the fund does well. So another reason you would invest in an index is that they have consistently beaten actively managed funds over the long term, and that's across many sectors. So we do a study at Morningstar called the Active Passive Barometer. And in the latest report, the results reveal that in general, actively managed funds have failed to beat their benchmarks, especially over longer time horizons. Only 24% of all active funds topped the average of their passive rivals over the 10-year period ending June 2020. When we look at where the success lies, it was higher among international funds, real estate funds, and bond funds. The lowest success rate was with large cap US funds, which are extremely well researched and watched. And this leads into where passive or index funds don't really do that well. So active managers can add value in two ways. The first is trying to find a fund that meets a very specific investment objective, like a low volatility fund or an income fund. And the second is trying to find a fund that beats a benchmark. So the first is when you're looking to achieve a certain return to get your goals. And you need to ensure that there's a lower amount of volatility or a higher chance of a lower but stable return. Then there's trusting that a manager will outperform. I know we discussed that active funds don't do too well with large caps, but they tend to excel in markets that are less covered. So emerging markets, small cap stocks, and sectors that aren't as efficient or liquid like property and bonds. Naturally, this means that this is where passive funds don't do as well. So where managers can find opportunities to exploit inefficiencies or uncovered opportunities means that they have the chance to uncover great opportunities. Passive funds just can't do this. Okay, so let's move on to discussing the differences between different indexes. The two main types of indexes are market capitalization weighted indexes and equal weighted indexes. Most indexes are market capitalization 
weighted. And that's a fancy way of saying that the bigger the company, the more that they make up of the index. So for example, the beta shares Australian 200 ETF follows the top 200 stocks of the ASX, but 44% of the assets are in the top 10 companies. And that's just because of how large these companies are. Then there's equal weighted indexes. These indexes would cover the same 200 stocks, but would have an equal weighting in each one. And there's different variations of both of these, and different products can focus on specific industries and sectors. And what we do see, though, as mentioned, is that the majority of these passive indexes are market capitalization indexes. And this means that these investments can be extremely concentrated in the top holdings. This can be a good or bad thing, depending on how you view the stocks and the allocation to the largest stocks in the index. Ultimately, regardless of the investments that you choose, it's extremely important that you're aware of what you're exposed to and what you have invested in. So passive or index funds are cheap investments that track the market. They generally do well with large cap stocks and well-covered industries and regions. Most importantly, though, investing isn't about picking sides. Passive funds can have a place in your portfolio, but so can active funds. Thank you guys very much for joining Any advice is general advice prepared by Morningstar without reference to your financial objectives, situation, or needs. You should consider the advice in light of these matters and any relevant product disclosure statement before making any decision to invest.